What's up, y'all? I'm excited for today's episode because I got to hang out with my friend Candice. We actually spoke about just the emotional heaviness that you might be experiencing, whether it's from relationship heartbreak or just discouragement in your life. Maybe your finances are struggling or your career is not where you want it. Maybe your family situation is not ideal and you might be concerned about having a good summer right? Like people want to have a good summer. And so we actually talked about how to cultivate joy. So I really hope that this message is on time for you and that this is an encouragement to you. It's very practical, to be honest. Most of what Candice shared, you can implement right now. I encourage you to to listen with an open heart and an open mind and just be ready to take action. So let me t- tell you about Candace before we get into the conversation. Candace is a Christian woman and entrepreneur. She serves her home first as a wife and mom of a toddler, preschooler, and college student. Candace also helps Christian women move forward after heartbreak and find purpose in God. Candace is the author of Goodbye, Heartbreak, Hello, Purpose, a 365-day devotional. Check it out. I'll make sure we have a link to it. And she's also host of the top 1.5% globally ranked podcast, Goodbye, Heartbreak, Hello, Healing, which has been listened to in over 100 countries. Candace desires to see every woman healed, whole, and thriving. She believes as women, We deserve to be free to walk in the destiny that God has already prepared for us. And she's ready to help you get what's yours. So this conversation, I'm sure, is going to bless you. It blessed me. And I know that if you are even just wondering how to cultivate joy in any season, not just this coming summer, but all the time, right? Because we are inevitably going to experience some level of heartbreak in our lives. This will help you think through things biblically, shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, and really walk with the Lord through this season. So I'm excited. I hope you love it. Let's dig in. You're now listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith, and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz-Castro, your Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with, if you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. All right, y'all. So today I have my friend Candice on the show, and you know, we have an idea of what we want to talk about, but we're going to let the Holy Spirit lead us. So let's give Candice a warm welcome. Yay! Hey, hey, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be a part of this. Yes, it's been something that we've tried to make happen for several months and things just keep coming up. So we're really glad to make it happen today. Absolutely. 
So Candice, I, I gave a little bit of your bio in the intro for this episode, but I want to hear from you. Who is Candice and what is the testimony you want to share with our listeners today? Oh my goodness. So yes, I'm a wife and mom of three. I have a toddler, preschooler, and I have a bonus daughter who's in college right now, going to be starting her second year coming up in August. So really excited about that. But this is a life I guess that I envisioned for so long, but was not able to have for mm-hmm. so long until I walked through some dark valley seasons <laughs> in my yeah. life. And yeah. so my testimony really centers around that. It's really about how God brought me from this place of, I guess, idolizing men, relationships, marriage, mm-hmm. and really kind of breaking my heart on purpose so that he could put it back together with him as the center, him as my God. <laughs> and yeah. it's been an amazing journey. And I'm so thankful to be where I am now. I'm so thankful for that season of my life. Yeah, I think a lot of us in the midst of our trials, we're brought closer to the Lord. And we we have this burning desire for peace and for relief that can only really be found in the Lord himself. And so as much as people hate going through stuff, sometimes that's exactly what you need to get redirected and be on the right path. Absolutely. And, you know, not just to have the husband and children like that life, but everything that I walked through also prepared me for the journey of purpose that he put me on to help other women who walk through the same struggles and difficulties. So amazing. Definitely. I know some of the work that you do, because obviously we are both podcasters. We are in a community together. We're actually in the same like cohort. We went through a mastermind together and we continue to support each other. Our listeners might not know what you do. So Tell us a little about what you do and and how this even relates to to the things that we're talking about today. Sure. Yeah. So I actually help Christian women heal from heartbreak Mm -hmm. and to be able to move forward with God. That is such a difficult, difficult season for so many women for different reasons. And, you know, a lot of it is heartbreak because of the person that they miss and love, but sometimes it's just because they had an idea of what their life would be like, and that just didn't come to fruition. And so it's very hard to move past having your heart broken in such a way. And one of the things that's so difficult is finding joy after your heart is broken. And so it's like, how do you actually do that? Because I think people look at joy as like this emotion that you feel and you have it or you don't, but there are actually ways that you can bring joy into your life. And so that is something that's very important to me. Yeah. And I think especially going into a season like summer, people want to enjoy the summer. They want to have a positive experience, make positive memories. And for people who are dealing with heartbreak, whether it's from a relationship or from just you know, their expectations not being met. Maybe it's the career path. Maybe it's the situation of of what's happening with the economy, finances, things like that. Some people are carrying heaviness and they're like, this is going to make my summer suck. How in the world do I have joy when all this stuff is so terrible around me? Yeah, there's just a few things that you can do. There's 
you know, you can cultivate joy is what I kind of like to call it, where you can kind of call joy in, bring joy into your life. Like I said, joy is not so much an emotion, but it really is something that you find in God. And I believe that joy is something he wants us to have. And so, like you said, it, it can suck if you're walking through like this dark season and it's sunshiny and everybody is posting on social media about their vacations and everything that they're doing this summer. And yeah, it's like sunny on the outside, but inside of you, it's dark, mm-hmm. you know, there's this darkness. And so there are some things that I just would love to talk about to, you know, cultivate that joy. And one thing to start off with is, you know, the first part of your day, it's the morning. And so start your day cultivating that joy by giving yourself a joyful environment in the morning. Mm -hmm. So things like natural lighting, having a decluttered space. So, Mm -hmm. you know, like clutter in your space is clutter in your mind. That's right. (laughs) And, you know, and I'll... (laughs) Let me just pause real fast. If y'all didn't listen to that conversation with Emily, you need to go back a few episodes. I'll link it in the podcast show notes in the description. But we definitely have had this conversation before about having a decluttered space. And it is so, so crucial. But go on. I'm sorry. No, not a problem. And listen, I really like to highlight that because it's something that I struggle with to keep a decluttered space. It's like this summer, actually, that's something that I'm working on within my home. I I, I did it in my office and I have to do it quite often, to be honest, because clutter just is a natural thing that comes. But I think it's even more important when you're walking through this difficult season and you're carrying heaviness, this weight, you don't want to just look around and just be anxious by what you see like, oh my God, what do I do with this? I can't find that, you know, all of these things. So I think that's another part of just making your environment feel joyful because now it's like, you just look and you can see what's before you, you can find what you need and it looks clean and, you know, just everything looks better than just the clutter that you look on your, it triggers anxiety for you. Also this joyful space for your morning, like make this space a place where you can move around and be comfortable. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think praise and worship is amazing for the morning, but I'm Mm -hmm. one of those people, like I may not sit still during my praise and worship time. I want to stand up or maybe kneel, I lift my hands, whatever the case is. So make it a place where you're free to move around and be comfortable. Or if you are a person who just likes to sit, maybe have a comfortable chair, something Mm -hmm. like that. And then put smells that you enjoy maybe aromatherapy, just any little scent that you might enjoy, maybe like a something that you may spray on like a throw pillow or something like that, just to give just a little light scent of something that will bring you joy. And those are just some real like physical, tactical things that you can do to just start your day in a more joyful manner. Yeah, those are very tactical. I think it's very important that the little things, the little details be addressed and and that you concern yourself with the details because God concerns himself with the details of our lives, you know, and and it's not just that you're trying to force something. It's actually that you're setting yourself up, at least that's what I'm getting from you. You're setting yourself up to be able to have whatever spiritual encounter, because you're not distracted by the things that are physical and and triggering discomfort or, or stress mentally. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
starting your day that way is just like it's so important. I think the way that you start your day will set the tone for your day. Yeah. So all of those things are so important. And then the second thing I think you can do to really cultivate joy is to be intentional about reading scriptures that bring you joy and that talk about joy. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, scripture is so <laughs> the Bible says, like, write it on the tablets of your heart. Like if you really just yeah. get it down in you, it's like seed planted and it will spring up. And so if you are a person who's struggling to find joy and peace, find scripture that relates to that and speak those things over your life. And, you know, I do have a few that I would like to share today. Yeah. So the first one is Psalms 126 verses five and six. And it says, those who plant in tears will harvest with shouts of joy. They weep as they go to plant their seed, but they sing as they return with harvest. I remember doing my heartbreaking season that that scripture gave me so much peace because I had so many tears during that time, but it made me feel like this is just me sowing, but I will be able to reap a harvest of joy through these tears. That's why that scripture like really resonated with me during that season. And then the second one is Psalms 30 and 5. It says, for his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may last through the night, but joy comes with the morning. And that one is just like the reminder that this too shall pass. Mm -hmm. Like this dark season is only for a moment, but God's favor is forever. And so Mm -hmm. joy will come again. You may not feel it right now, but Mm -hmm. be encouraged that it will come again. So one day and soon, I believe if you really are intentional about making your way through this season with God, you will have joy again soon. Yeah. And then just one more, James chapter one, verse two, it says, dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. And that was one of my favorites. And I actually like the verse that comes after it, because the reason why you consider it an opportunity for joy is because it produces things like peace and patience and perseverance in you. So it's developing you for something greater. And so you have joy in knowing that, you know what, I'm becoming a greater person through the tests and trials that I'm experiencing in this season. So I love those scriptures. And there's so many more. I mean, just to find some, go ahead and Google scriptures on joy mm-hmm. and start there and see where God leads you. Yeah. And just to read aloud, I want to actually include verses uh, three and four from James. This is verse three, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Mm-hmm. I think so many times, and I remember the many seasons that I had of depression and anxiety and just chronic stress, feeling hopeless, like nothing would fix what I was feeling and, you know, what I was in those seasons. I remember feeling like I needed something. I was lacking something. And so many times we go through things and we feel like there is something we're missing that we need to be able to experience relief or peace or joy. And truly, when we consider what the scriptures reveal to us about God and what we receive through Christ, it is in Christ alone that that we can actually experience and be filled with joy. Joy is a fruit of the spirit. Mm -hmm. And so if you're going through something and 
Candace and I are both testaments to this, that something will be the very thing you actually needed to go through so that that work could be completed in you and you grow in your spiritual maturity and you grow in your walk with the Lord and your knowledge and understanding of who he is. And it becomes enough for the next season because the trials will continue coming, right? Like it's not yes. like we go through one and we're done, Absolutely. Um, but it does produce something deeper in us. And, and I love that you included Psalm 125, those who plant in tears will harvest with shouts of joy. Those seeds, absolutely. They don't feel good when they're being planted, right? It's like pruning, like pruning yeah. hurts. Yes, it does. <laughs> but it's so fruitful. There's so much good fruit that comes from that. Amen. Okay, quick break. Here is a short message from our sponsor slash podcast producer. Have you been dreaming of launching your own podcast, but you don't know how and where to start? It's too much. It's overwhelming. Trust me. I get it. Let George Joy Podcast Production and Management Services help you effortlessly launch, syndicate, and grow your podcast. Message George Joy at Facebook.com forward slash George Joy. All right. Back to the show. Yes, that was so good. The way that you broke it down even further. And you're so right. Like no one wants to endure these dark seasons, but mm -hmm. they are absolutely necessary for the next season. I could not imagine where I would be right now had I not gotten close to God like I did wow. in that season. I didn't know how much I would need that foundation that was poured and those seeds that were planted during that season how much I would need them to spring up right now That's <laughs> in right. Yeah. Of my life. So yeah, so true. So true. And you have another tip to really yes. cultivate joy. What is that tip? So since it is, we're talking about summer and, you know, it, it's summertime, nice, beautiful outside yeah. um, to get outside, like the get into God's nature, right. And yeah. see the beauty of his hands, the works of his hands. I know we look at ourselves and we're like, yes, we are God's creations, but his creation is all around us. And I mm -hmm. love to just get outside and see the wind blow through the trees yes. and to hear the birds chirping and things like that. Like, I just love it. And yesterday I actually said, my kids have this uh, huge disc uh, swing outside mm -hmm. in our backyard. And I just sat in it and for a moment of peace, and I read my Bible, and I just looked around in amazement of the beauty of his his hands, because it, it's so beautiful. And I think things like that, as we actually take in God's nature, and we can actually get in his presence outside on a walk, or like I said, just yeah. sitting out on your porch or lawn or whatever, go mm -hmm. to a lake or wherever you live, you know, whatever's the attraction, I guess, just experience it in a different way and be intentional about that. And also not just being alone, but this is a perfect time to get together with friends and family mm -hmm. outside and to not isolate yourself, because that's one thing that, you know, when we're walking through difficult seasons, the enemy wants to isolate us. He yeah. wants us to get away from those who love us or who can pour into us. During the summertime, a lot of churches have a lot of activities and things going on that you can go 
if you have kids, they have like vacation Bible school and maybe you would like to volunteer with that. And just something to get you outside, outside of your norm, outside of the house so that you're not just sitting there in your thoughts, in your mind, letting the enemy whisper lies and rehearse the negative things like that's all there is. There's so much more to your life than the difficult season that you're in right now. So Mm -hmm. much more. And that will bring you joy when you're able to see that and get out and get around others and experience God and God's element, then you will experience more joy. That is a whole word. I think more people need to hear that. And I'm going to just share one thing to reinforce what you shared. There was, this is a personal story. So I went through a season, um, I actually talked a lot about that season with you on your show. So <laughs> go, I'm going to link the the episodes. There were two episodes because we talked forever and I talked forever in a day on Candace's podcast. So I'm going to link that. But during that season, I, I was like pursuing the Lord, but I didn't really know how to pursue the Lord. There was a piece that came whenever I went to a forest that was like maybe 40 minutes from my house. I used to live in New Jersey. And if you're in Jersey, check out the Ramapo reservation. It's beautiful. And you have to like walk to get to the beautiful parts, but there are these areas where there's waterfalls Mm. and nothing but trees, like beautiful, the brightest green trees and sweet sounds that sound like they're coming out of, you know, sound machine for children, <laughs> yes. but really happening in real life. And I remember I would go every weekend. I was depressed, but I would go every weekend and make the trip and make that trek. And I would feel so calm as mm. if everything that I was carrying, I was just pouring it out into that little waterfall. And to be honest, I was amazed at how it even looked the way that it looked. Like you said, it's such a testimony in and of itself of God's brilliance because only God, like what human can even conceive of these gorgeous images in nature and make it happen. You know, nothing, nothing as beautiful as that could, could ever come from just us. Yeah. You're so right about that. I love that you did that. And yeah, I mean, I remember a time going to this place, a friend of mine brought me and another person called Prayer Lake. And I was just out in the little like grassy area out there and just worshiping God and and praising him. I put some worship music on and he like spoke to me Mm -hmm. and he told me to write some things down that I'm seeing come to pass in my life right now. And so like, you just never know what you'll experience when you really just embrace, just embrace it. And speaking of uh, praising God, like I had a little bonus tip. I didn't include it originally, but (laughs) it is to force yourself sometimes. Sometimes it's it's a, the Bible calls it a sacrifice of praise, Mm -hmm. praise God through your situation. It may be hard and you may feel like you don't have anything to be thankful or grateful for, but you do. And like on my podcast during the Thanksgiving season last year, we did a gratitude journal challenge. There we go. (laughs) And we did it like every week on the podcast and they got to come participate in the Facebook group and say like what you're grateful for. And when you start to really like think of the, sometimes we think it has to be something huge and monumental to be able to thank God for it. But you know what? Thanking him 
for waking up this morning, thanking him for allowing you to take this breath and to be alive right now, thanking him for his word and that he says that he has plans for you, good plans for you to prosper and not harm, thanking him for who he is in your Mm -hmm. life and Mm -hmm. thanking him in advance that you know that you're coming out of this, that it won't last always, that this weeping is just for the night and joy is coming in the morning, thanking him for that. And so praise your way through this to find joy, because I cannot tell you how many times I went in my prayer room. I, I had um, during that that time I had bought this townhouse, and it was three bedrooms, and it was just me at that time. So I turned one of the rooms into a prayer room, and all the things that I said that you know to cultivate joy, I'd set it up in that room, yeah. and um, I would go in there so many times, weeping, so sad, so mm-hmm. heavy, full of grief behind this terrible, dark season I was walking through. Mm -hmm. And I would go in there, but I would give God a sacrifice of praise. And if I can't think of the words that I to say, put on a worship song and just sing those words and let them come through, like through me and really like listen to the words and speak them from your heart, sing them from your heart. And then Mm -hmm. it becomes like just a joy that wells up in you. And it was like weights were lifted during Mm -hmm. those moments of praise. And so you talk about want to feel joy in the moment, go ahead and just start praising God. I'm telling you, there is nothing like it. That's right. My prayer room is my bathroom. Every time (laughs) in the shower, I have very vivid memories of feeling discouraged, primarily discouraged. It was you know, in the recent years, there were times when we hope for one thing and something different happened and you kind of have to come to grips that God's plan is better. Right. Right. And, um, and still being able to humble yourself to acknowledge and bless his name. And I know that that happens a lot for me in the shower. And it's, to me, it's interesting because that's like the most vulnerable place Mm -hmm. that you can be right. Like you're, in your element trying to like get yourself together before you move on to your next activity and sometimes that's where that desire would come for me the most and the shower's on the door's closed so if I was singing at the top of my lungs you know my husband might hear it because he knows what I sound like but like maybe my neighbors wouldn't hear it right and so I think that 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 kind of helps sometimes if you're feeling self-conscious or something like that, like go, go into the shower. That's a really great place and not for nothing, but personally, I think all of our voices transform in the shower and we suddenly sound like, <laughs> like Whitney Houston, you know? Yes. <laughs> so get into a mode of praise. If you're thinking about yourself, naturally you might talk yourself out of it, but I think we have to shift our gaze, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why I said it's a sacrifice. And and speaking of the shower, and it is a very vulnerable place, but I, I know, I can't tell you how many times I've had to jump out of the shower and grab my journal and say, hurry up and write that down because yes. God will speak to me in the Word. shower. Like, yes. I don't know what it is. I, I was like, man, what is it about this shower time? But mm-hmm. it is like, you know, you're carefree and you're yeah. worshiping and you're, you might be crying in the shower. Maybe you're yeah. releasing for the day, whatever that might be, whatever that looks like, but you're letting go of something. You're like physically washing your body, but you're, mm-hmm. you can also at the same time be emotionally cleansing, mentally yes. cleansing at the same time. So I say take advantage of those opportunities, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, if you think about it, I think most people go into the shower and they're not consuming anything at that time. I don't know many people who go 
into the shower with their phone. Like they, it, maybe if you have like a little window and you put it up there, but in general, a lot of people go in and that's the time when they're not distracted. Mm -hmm. And so, so much of our opportunities, I think to connect with the Lord are missed because we are consuming something else instead of waiting to hear in case somebody needs a little bit of an encouragement there, you know, trying to hear from the Lord, maybe take a longer shower. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I am totally behind that one. <laughs> you know, I'm excited to hear from listeners who, who are actually finding this to be helpful. So if that's you, I would love for you to reach out to us. You can email me, Erica, at Her Renewed Strength, or you can actually hit up Candice on Instagram at Goodbye Heartbreak Hello Purpose. But there are other ways to connect with you, Candice, and I would love for you to share everything that you've got going on right now, anything that you want to offer our listeners and, and really where they can find you and get to know you more. Sure. Yeah. So the best place to find me, I show up every week on my podcast, Goodbye Heartbreak Hello Healing. And there I share every detail about where you can connect with me. I do have a Facebook group that you can join. It's a private Facebook group, but it is free to join. Like she said, you can find me on IG. Also, I have a free ebook that's called 100 Biblical Affirmations to Declare After a Breakup. So mm. I'll give you that link to actually... Uh, link it in the show notes. And also I have a free prayer that if you are struggling and you need, you don't have the words to say, it's just a short prayer that I wrote actually in my dark season. And mm -hmm. it actually, I've gotten so much great feedback from it that people yeah. have found it so very helpful. So that's free. I'll give you those links and you can link them in the show notes. Perfect. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful for you, Candice. I love you dearly. Yeah. And I am so proud of you. So I know that as much a blessing as you are to me, you'd be even more of a blessing to our listeners. Make sure y'all are heading over to Candice's podcast, CandiceBatiste.com slash podcast. I'll link that. And we'll also have everything else in the show notes. Thank Candace, you, sis. I love you Any too. last words, any last words for our listeners? Yeah, I just want y'all to be encouraged knowing that whatever darkness, like I said, darkness that you're walking through right now, that it is just a season and don't let the darkness consume you. The best way to get rid of the darkness is to shine light, mm -hmm. shine the light and let the light of God come through and shine in your heart and through your life. And that darkness has to flee. And look, mm -hmm. if you can't say anything else, just call in the name of Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. I said that so much because guess what? The demons, they tremble at his name. Every That's knee right. has to bow at, at the mention of his name. So guess what? If you can't say anything else, if you don't have the strength, just call on his name and watch how things begin to turn around for you. Amen. We're ending right there because that is a word for all of us. I love y'all. And we thank you for being uh, a part of today's conversation. May this bless you and encourage you and equip you to walk with confidence as you pursue the Lord and heal from whatever it is that you are healing from in Jesus name. Amen. See y'all. Hey, sister girl, if you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, 
And if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five, extra tips, and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.